welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Kate Richardson and Megan Pachecki. We're two registered dietitians here to make your life easier by debunking diet myths, sharing scientific information about nutrition, and keeping you motivated to reach your goals. We want to teach you everything we know by giving you real life examples of how we've helped our combined thousands of clients transform their lives, lose weight, and get healthy without having to go on another cookie cutter diet. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, strategies, and mindset shifts so you too can reach your goals using food and most importantly, enjoy the process. Hands down, the most common excuse I get from clients on why they can't lose weight or why they can't stick to any kind of healthy lifestyle or exercise program or health-related routine is because they say they are too busy. Too busy to stick to whatever kind of action plan they've tried in the past, even if it was realistic too busy to even think about setting some goals or creating an action plan, too busy to sit down and eat a freaking meal. And I want to acknowledge right off the bat that yeah, there are people out there who are busy. They've got full plates. But if you have a plate that is so full that you can't even take time to eat meals or take care of yourself, I'm just gonna frame it as that, to take care of your physical body that literally is your vessel for all the things you're so busy doing, then in my opinion, that's unacceptable. I always think about this game I played as a kid that I know a lot of people played, and that's The Sims. And if you've never played The Sims before, it's just this game where you create these characters, these avatars, and they are always assigned some kind of purpose or aspiration or goal. And you get to pick that or the computer generates it. So you might have a Sim whose goal in life is to be a a scientist. And there's all these little things that they can do and you can watch how they progress skill-wise. Because they are humans, they also will show you little bars when that human needs to do human things like go to the bathroom, take care of their personal hygiene, eat a meal, go to sleep, have a communication with other human beings, like all of the basic things that these Sims need and they run on a meter. So when the meter is full, it's green and when it's low, it turns yellow and then red and then it's urgent. So let's say your Sim has to pee. If you don't take a break from doing all of that skill development in that goal of being a scientist, then the Sim will pee its pants and live a less happy existence. And the same goes for real humans. If you are so focused on all the things that you're trying to accomplish that you don't have time to eat healthy or take care of your body, then your existence on this earth might not be as pleasurable as it could be. And and that's kind of the goal, right? I think all of us want to have a pleasurable experience while we're alive. I'm not going to get into any kind of spiritual woo-woo, what's the meaning of life talk on here, but let's just all agree. Like we all want to like feel good. And when I have clients come in here and they're too busy and they're overwhelmed, they typically just don't feel good mentally or physically. And the first thing that we really have to talk about is, are you really that busy Or are you purposely making yourself busy so that you don't have to 
exercise and eat healthy. And some clients know right off the bat consciously that they are purposely filling up their schedule so much so that they don't have to exercise. Like somebody might come in, they're like, oh, you know, I already wake up at 5 a.m. and I've got to do all of these things and my kids wake up at 6 and then I'm making their breakfast and driving them to school and then I got to come home and I got to do these things to the house and then I have to check emails and I have to work and then I take all my kids to the extracurriculars and then I've got blah, blah, blah. And it just goes on and on and they're stressed out and exhausted. And even the idea of moving things around or canceling things or omitting not as high of priorities off of their daily schedule is alarming to them and they usually have some counter excuse. So if I have a client come in and we realize that in the evening time she's so busy but what she's really busy doing is scrolling online or she's so busy watching Netflix or she's so busy organizing her closet that doing something that seems productive, but it's not really an investment. So cleaning, organizing to the point of exhaustion, um, just kind of doing some tasks that don't really serve her higher purpose or goals. When we offer an idea of, okay, maybe we do that 50% less and replace that time with some meal prep or some exercise, there's always some counter excuse like, oh, well, yeah, but then I'd have to come home and I'd have to put my shoes on and then the time it takes me just to get ready to exercise or just the grocery, there's always some counter excuse. And that's when I usually can recognize somebody is using having a busy schedule as a reason not to do the hard shit. And I'm not saying that their schedule isn't full of difficult tasks, but they're comfortable in that routine and they are comfortable in those difficult tasks. And the idea of changing that routine up or adding in something that could be physically taxing or take up time or mean they have to give up their fast food, convenience food, packaged foods for healthier things is disturbing or uncomfortable to them. And to that I say, well then boohoo, you're gonna stay the same. If you're not willing to change things up and your current routine just isn't working, then you're gonna stay the same or continue to digress in the specific area you wanna work on. So I think it's really important to be honest with yourself and audit your busy schedule and see, are you really as busy as you think you are or are you piling things on your agenda simply to get out of having to do new, harder things that involve exercise and eating healthy or even going to bed and getting a solid seven to nine hours of sleep? That's what you have to ask yourself. I know that I've done that in the past, especially if I really just don't wanna go and do a hard workout. I remember when I was training for a half marathon, which full transparency, I never did. It got canceled because of COVID and I haven't picked that back up. But I remember while I was training, I would try to find so many reasons not to get up early and go run because we live in Florida and I didn't really love running and I couldn't go at like 1 p.m. Well, I guess I could have gone at 1 p.m., but it would have been hot as hell. So I would come up with so many things in my head to try to get me out of getting up early and running. Like, oh, but you know what? 8 p.m. tonight, I have to do this. I have to go meet my friends for for dinner or, you know, I have a client that goes till 7 p.m. and I don't want to be too tired, so I need to get some sleep. No, these were all just excuses that I was making up in my head to avoid what I didn't want to do. But every single time I got up and got a run in, I felt really freaking good. 
Like I never regretted doing it. And sometimes I wouldn't go as far as I wanted to and I wouldn't push the intensity as much as I wanted to. And sometimes I would blow myself away with how great my time or intensity was. But most of the time, 80, 90% of the time, I didn't want to do it. 100% of the time, I never regretted doing it. So it is uncomfortable and it is hard, but when you come up with excuses to get out of things, your brain will follow through and then you won't ever accomplish your goal. Like getting up and, and running. The other thing I want to mention is that being really, really busy is simply not cool. <laughs> like I, I'm so guilty of this. Like somebody asks me like, oh, Kate, like how was your week? And I'm like, I was super busy, like I did this and I had this meeting and I had this many clients and then I went to this and that. And is anybody ever impressed by that? I, I Nobody's ever like, wow, Kate is so busy going from thing to thing to thing. Her stressed out voice and her the frantic hand gestures she's making as she panically tells me about how busy, busy, busy she is, is so admirable and cool. No, like it's not cool to be busy. I've never met one person that I respect and want to be like who every single time I talk to them, they are so busy that they can't even be present with me in the moment. And think about the people you know in your life who are really healthy and fit, successful people. Do they ever complain about being too busy? Like, do they ever say like, oh, I'm too busy to get my workout in or I'm too busy to eat a healthy meal? No, like, no, <laughs> I can't think of that ever happening in my life where somebody who seemingly had their shit together appeared to be overworked and overwhelmed. I think the difference between these people aren't that they're busy. So even if they have an agenda that's full, even if they're doing things from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., they're very effective and productive and they can ebb and flow and be flexible. So what do I mean by this? I mean that if they know they have five things to accomplish that day that are really pivotal for whatever goal that they're talking about. So maybe they've got a few things related to fitness and maintaining physical health, and they've got something related to family. They've got a few things related to business or work. They will effectively accomplish those things and it's non-negotiable for them, either because it's habit or because they have some kind of routine in the morning where they prioritize those specific tasks. Then after those specific productive tasks are complete, or if they're scheduled at a certain time, if there's time in between, then they will choose to do those filler, productive, busy tasks, like unload the dishwasher where some people who are so busy will say, well, I'm too busy cleaning the house and unloading the dishwasher to meal prep a healthy lunch for the week. They're using other things that aren't the priority as excuses not to be productive in the areas that really matter to them. So somebody who's really health, healthy and fit, someone, if you can just think of that person now in your life, you probably, if you were to ask them what they value, maybe their top 10 values, you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if they said health and fitness or nutrition or well-being or vigor or having energy. And if something is a value to someone and they live by their values, those actions that support their values are going to just be priorities in their life and they're going to get them done and they're going to be productive about it if they've got other values that they're trying to balance too. They're not going to let other things get in the way. 
So this comes to say that if you're somebody who is so busy that you don't have time to do the things you think you value, maybe you should be really honest with yourself and say, do I really value my health? And that might come off a little bit cruel, but let me rephrase. A lot of times when our clients come into the office, they will set an initial goal of of weight loss or looking better in their body. And this has been their goal for 10 years and they've tried a million things and they can't seem to accomplish this goal. And throughout either the initial session that we have with them or the course over a couple of sessions, it's not uncommon where people reveal to me that they just don't seem to be motivated by changing their body like they used to be when they were teenagers or in their 20s or 30s. And I'm like, okay, well then why is this important to you? Like if you don't genuinely care about changing your body, what is important to you? What matters to you in your life? And how can we tie that to living a healthier lifestyle? And I had, for instance, a client whose main priority in life, his biggest goal was just being a badass businessman. He, I mean, I found, I feel like I sound so juvenile being like, oh, a businessman. All I can say is this man ran so many companies it made my head spin. He just had that presence of greatness and success, but he just could not prioritize his eating. And we had to reframe it where, okay, you don't really genuinely care about losing weight. So one of the things he had told me when he first came in was that he wanted to fit into his old Italian suits that were really expensive and really nice and he couldn't fit into them anymore. And I was like, okay, like, fair enough. Like, I don't judge anybody for their goals. We all have our reasons and some of them are aesthetic. And we uncovered that really, like, that wasn't motivating him to make healthy eating choices. We tried a few different things and nothing was making him budge from the the poor eating and drinking heat decisions he was making. And I was like, do you really care about these Italian suits? Like, what do you care about? And he's like, my business, my family. And I was like, okay. Well, what happens when we treat your business like a sport? What happens if we treat your business like your your entire purpose? You can't expect to be running a top tier business if your body is being run to the ground with garbage food and bottles of wine with your friends five times a week. You're waking up hungover, making poor food decisions, eating like crap. You're just feeling gross and you're not presenting well to your clients. And it was like a switch went off. That's what mattered more to him. It wasn't so much the weight loss. So then we focused the entire plan more on taking action steps that's going to help fuel his mission in life that was all related around his his work and his business. And then he actually started following through with the goals and actions he had set for himself. And guess what? This man ran multiple businesses and he had a family and a big social life and he was showing up to our appointments every other week. He was busy, okay? He was busy, but he was productive and he was efficient and he had a good reason why these things mattered. And he was able to fit exercise and healthy eating into his routine as soon as he really had a solid reason and a solid motivator to do so. He realigned his values and he matched these actions to his value. He valued productivity. He valued making money. He valued being the best he could be at his job. He wanted to be the greatest. He wanted to be successful. Okay, well, he had to fuel and treat his physical vessel, his body, with the utmost respect to be able to execute all of the tasks so that he could live up to his values. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here? Getting clear on your why. 
If your why has always been to look better in a bikini and you've tried a few things, but you've never stuck to it, you've never stayed motivated, you've never stayed accountable to all the goals or plans that you've set for yourself, I really encourage you to do one of a few things. One, be real with yourself and dig deep on why you want to lose weight and how that will impact your life or how looking good in a bikini will improve your life. And you might find the answer, you might not. And if you might not, then I encourage you to do something else, which is brainstorm all of your personal values and find how eating healthier or making time to take care of your body, move your body, do whatever you need to do aligns with those values. So say it's family. A lot of people value their family, and I'm glad <laughs> you should value your, your family. Maybe you're a mother, a grandmother, a sister, an aunt, a spouse, a father, doesn't matter. If you value your family, you want to be around to see your family do all the things they're going to accomplish in life. You want to live to be old. You want to be there for them. Maybe you want to be a good role model. Maybe you want to have the energy and vigor to go on vacations with them and take hikes with them. I had one client. She's amazing. She texted me a couple weeks ago about how she's lost about 125 pounds since we started working together just over a year ago. And when we had first met, she couldn't even walk to her mailbox without getting winded. And now she lives out in the mountains in Tennessee and goes on hikes with her family all the time and she's eating like a, a mostly plant-based meal or diet I mean she's completely changed everything and her reason why was because her husband and her daughter were going out on all these little mini adventures together outside and she just couldn't keep up physically she was just too out of shape she had too much body weight on her and that was her motivation she wanted to be a part of her five-year-old daughter's life it wasn't so that she looked hot she had a bigger purpose and that's what kept her going every single day now, if you can't figure out your values or you're really having trouble connecting the pieces, my next piece of advice would be to work with a dietitian or work with somebody, a coach who can really help you evaluate what you need to do and remind you and hold you accountable to your why. This is the, the big piece and this is what we really focus on with our daily accountability program members. So Megan and I, we have a, a virtual program where we coach clients every day in 30-day cycles. And we have our clients always go through an initial consultation with us and really figure out what their goal is and why. And then we use this accountability tool to not only hold them accountable to the action steps they need to take to reach their goals, the eating and healthy lifestyle, day-to-day -day behaviors, but whenever they start to feel a little bit unmotivated or they feel lazy or they feel tired, we're there to remind them of their purpose, of their why. We're there to help ask them questions and get them self-motivated to do the things they need to do, despite how busy they might be or how lazy they might be feeling that day after being so busy. We also will ask them questions that help them really explore their why and build those healthy habits so that these become automatic behaviors and integrate the actions that you need to take on a daily basis to achieve your health goals into a busy or full schedule or full life. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'll link in the show notes the application to that daily accountability program and we will reach out to you. 
But getting some personal accountability and having somebody, excuse me, professional accountability and having somebody in your corner cheering you on and helping you stay focused and helping you strategize how to fit things in a busy schedule, so key, so key. And speaking of that, I think what's important to look at too is your schedule. And for my busy moms, my professionals, for my athletes, I like for them to write out in some kind of weekly agenda or planner all of their fixed appointments or practices or work schedules, etc. So that way we can see the things that can't be changed. And then from there, we start to add in those variable or non-fixed things that they do on a weekly basis. So this might be um, a, a weekly lunch that they do with their friends. It could be some sort of extracurricular activity or hobby or class or routine. And then we look at the, the blank space. So if there's blank space, that's where we'll first start. Can we put anything into this blank space that doesn't make you feel overwhelmed and exhausted on specific days? And when we fill in the blank space, we're usually filling these things in with grocery shopping, meal planning, meal prepping or food preparation, with cooking, with exercise, movement, getting to bed earlier, the like. We're also looking where we can schedule eating times that are routine. So there may be times where they are so busy at work that they are overwhelmed and not taking time to eat either meals or snacks. So based on their work atmosphere, their schedule will find ways to make sure they're getting consistent fuel and not binging on fast food on the way home because they don't have time. Uh, so that would be something that we do. Now, if there's absolutely no free space, that's when we start to omit some of those variable things. And if the person isn't willing to omit some of that variable downtime or schedule time, then there's not much that anybody can do. It just signals to me that they don't really want this. They don't really want to be healthy. They don't really want to change their life. Or maybe they want to, but not bad enough that they're willing to put in the hard work or make the sacrifices. And truth be told, when we do this, when we take the time to really look at someone's weekly agenda, one of two things happens. One, we realize that they let their calendar get filled up as the week goes. I have a lot of clients who have a little bit of anxiety. So when they have free time, it kind of makes them feel anxious. They feel like they constantly need to be doing something, uh, whether it's related to volunteering or work or family. And we have to really nip that in the butt and draw some boundaries, either by scheduling in those workout or healthy eating practices, communicating boundaries to people in their life, or blocking off some distractions that pull them away, like emails, work calls, text messages, things that keep them glued to the couch and not going out and doing what they need to do. Uh, the other thing would be if that person, we look at their schedule, and we see that they're actually not that busy at all and that they've got about four to six hours of free time in the day that they're using to dick around either on their phone, on TikTok, watching TV, being lazy. Okay, well there we create some systems to help them accomplish these healthy eating goals. And yeah, that takes some work, it takes mindfulness and it takes discipline, but guess what? So does everything that's worth having in life. So I'm going to wrap this podcast up with a little bit of a, of a recap and some motivation here. And that's that being busy is not cool 
being busy isn't gonna get you closer to where you need to go. It might make you feel good because you're checking off a to-do list and you are putting little check marks next to all the little meaningless tasks that you do and accomplish throughout the day when half of those things either don't need to be done urgently or you could delegate to somebody else. It doesn't actually get you closer to where you need to be. You might go to bed at night and think, oh my gosh, I did all of these things all day, but what did I really accomplish? What is my higher purpose? What are my biggest goals? Did I do anything today to get me closer to where I'm trying to go in those areas? And if not, something needs to change. Again, there's always gonna be days that are the exception, but it should not be the rule, it should not be a routine. If you are too busy to take care of yourself, you're not gonna get anywhere. Nobody thinks it's cool to be busy. Nobody thinks it's be, it's cool to be so busy that you don't have time to eat and that you don't have time to exercise and therefore you're cranky or hangry or resentful. I see that a lot. People get a little bit of built up resentment towards everyone in their life because they're so busy doing all of these things for other people, doing favors, running errands, people pleasing that they don't do anything for themselves and then they get angry at people and lash out and then they're still not even closer to their own personal goals. They neglect themselves to pour into others' cups and that doesn't do anything either. So it's really important to recognize who you are and be real with yourself and don't be afraid to admit that your busyness hasn't been the best strategy, that it hasn't worked. We've all tried strategies and approaches to life that just simply don't work like we plan out and that's okay, it's part of being human. And you might adopt a new strategy, routine, or system to help you accomplish your goals. And one day that might need to be modified too as the tides of your life change. But the point is, if you're serious about something and you genuinely want to change and you want to improve, it's not gonna be easy and it's not gonna be simple. It just takes a little bit of mindfulness and some intention and some discipline repeated every single day. My advice, pick one or two things to really focus on and make habitual and make routine to make time for. And once those become second nature, start adding the layers of other more niche to health related goals or extend the time or the energy that you're putting into the specific goals you've already integrated. Meaning if you really get into the habit of packing a healthy lunch every single day for work and you do that every day for a month and it's becoming just part of your routine, we'll start doing the same thing with breakfast or dinner or start mixing up your snacks to be healthier and not out of the convenience machine. You get what I'm saying? This was a little bit different of a format of a podcast because I went solo today, but I hope you found it motivational, insightful, helpful. If you have any questions or you want to talk more about this, I encourage you to schedule a session with Megan or I. I'll put the link in our show notes. We take virtual clients. So if you're on the West Coast, Midwest, Northeast, and you want to meet virtually, when you schedule an appointment, we have a drop down bar that lets you select how you want to have an initial conversation with us, how you want to work with one of our dietitians to create a personalized approach to whatever health goals you are trying to achieve using nutrition and using systems to help you execute the healthy actions you need to take. If you wanna apply for our daily accountability program, I'll also link that below. We do still require an initial consultation for this. However, 
we also require an application because this program is for really intentional people. And if you're not motivated, if you're not willing to connect with us every single day for 30 days and put a little bit of work in, it's not a good experience for, for you. It's not a fun experience for us. So we just want clients who take their health and wellness seriously and need somebody in their corner to give them that push to hold them accountable for short spurts of time. That's who DAP, that daily accountability program is for. All right, guys, thanks for listening and I will catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. And if you did find it helpful and want to share it with the whole world, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram in your stories at nutrition.awareness so we can connect with you. To get notified about the next episode of Nutrition Awareness, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And to create your own personalized nutrition plan with us, be sure to schedule your virtual or in-person consultation on our website, www.orlandodietitian.com. Now get out there, fuel up, and live your healthiest life. We'll see you on the next episode.